Oh my God. Yes. It's the official CM Punk post uh, podcast, whatever we want to call it. That's right. Punk is back. Oh my God. What? So Ryan, I can't believe you, because you live in Los Angeles now, of course. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you could have went with us, but you decided that you didn't want to fly in for a wrestling event. Do you, do you regret not flying in <laughs> for the return of CM Punk? Honestly, like, do you, do you regret I, I mean, this? I, like part like la- okay i'll say this last night while watching and knowing you guys were there and even throughout the day yesterday knowing and in our group chat uh hearing the excitement yeah i regretted it then uh i haven't been feeling great in the last eight days i've been sick with a cold so like i i don't know i yes i regret it is my short answer yeah you regret it but you don't regret now that you would have had to fly back to los angeles yeah and, it's that during covid and all that stuff yeah 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 so, but it was awesome. Let me also, I want to, I want to just start this off with a super, I'm going to put you over and do a, just the cleanest ass job to Abe Cannon yes. right now. I, I, this morning I woke up at four 30. I'm sure you don't, you wake up now at, cause you do mornings and you have, Oh you know, yeah. Like, I, I wake I up always, at like three, three twenty-five every day, whatever. every day. No and on weekends, what. maybe, maybe four 30. Same. <laughs> so I woke up at four. I took Penny for a long walk at four in the morning. I lay in bed and I watched the whole 51 minute media scrum. The only person, this is the truth, the only person that Punk stopped down to say hi to and ask, how are you, and acknowledge by name was again. That's funny that you mentioned sweet. It's funny you mentioned that because I have it ready to go right here. I didn't know you had it ready, but that's awesome. <laughs> okay, check this. Okay, so Ryan, okay, so we'll start with this. And by the way, I have a, a video. I, I made. We'll talk about that in a second. I made a video of the ice cream that they gave out at the United yeah. Center. And the video has gone viral. ESPN contacted me. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you see my video, if you see my video on SportsCenter. Awesome. Because I'm almost positive it's going to be on SportsCenter. So wait, what did they say before you hit play? What did did ESPN say to you? So they said, uh, hey, can we use your video? Oh, they they just said platforms. Like sometimes I see where they're like, are you the owner of this video? Can we use it? Basically, is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, good. Good man. Oh, really quick. A quick question here from Mark. Will this be as a podcast? Yes, it will. Just search Abe Cannon on all platforms. Yeah. Is it too loud out Just, here? Should I go inside? No, it's fine. I mean, we have the blue. I'm in Chicago. We have the Blue Angels practicing or whatever right now. I keep hearing okay. them fly by, so it can't be worse than that. I can, right, I so, can move, but whatever. No, it's fine. So there's okay. a press conference last night. And by the way, uh, you could check it out at Abe Cannon on Twitter if you want to watch this video. Uh, so they do a press conference with the, with, with the media. <laughs> it's like it's like it's funny that i'd be uh, you know I, well i should be actually i'm on a real outlet actually but well, i think so, most of, most honestly most of the people were they were like well some of them were kind of jobbers but but yeah. most of the outlets i i noticed last night like the new york post was there the uh, uh there was like i mean dave lagreca was there from busted open with Sirius. so there were some big like, there were some respectable outlets yeah. So okay. So everyone who they they're like, oh, here's uh, Shemp Miller from uh, you know wrestle <laughs> wrestling sixty nine dot com or whatever. And, and yeah, then, a lot of those too. Yeah. So Punk didn't acknowledge anyone. Now listen to what happened no when when I asked the, not, Ryan. You're not joking. Not one no, person no, 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 was no. acknowledged. I, you, you guys, I like I wouldn't open that because we're do, kind of doing this backwards right now because we started with this. But yeah, I wouldn't have opened with the fact that that Punk acknowledged if you only you if that didn't wasn't the case that's right okay so now check this out thanks punk abe canaan you're up now followed by justin Brasso of sports illustrated 
uh, Punk, first of all, thank you for the ice cream. It was delicious. Hey, babe, how are you? <laughs> Good, Punk. I'm great. Thank uh, I, you see the joy on Tony Khan's face, too? He notices. He's like, oh, this guy's cool. Punk knows him. Everyone else. Even... Even these other outlets that are like bigger or and whatever. By the way, let me just say, Sports Illustrated was after you. So, so I mean, these aren't just jobber outlets. <laughs> exactly. He didn't care about Sports Illustrated at all. I was in the arena at the Money in the Bank when you left through the crowd with the title. How did this moment feel compared to that Money in the Bank moment? Which I was at both, and they were equally as awesome. I, I was just wondering which one. What What was the difference? How did it feel to you compared to that moment? What a question! First of all, now here Great we are. Question. Here's the answer. <laughs> This felt more organic. And by the way, really quick, we were driving home from the United Center. I didn't think like I'd be able to ask a question. I just typed it in, and I was like, the third, hold, like okay. hold, hold that, because I want to ask you more questions about that after you play. Okay. But I, that's I why, know how this, but, but I was yeah. just going to say that I didn't even know what I was going to ask. That was just okay. – <laughs> I didn't have anything Got prepared. Um, everything I ever did prior to being here felt like a fight, and it kind of squeezed the life out of some stuff. Uh, this was a joyful moment that was just like, you know, it, it didn't need to get overproduced. Um, it didn't need everybody's input. It needed a few select people's input and it, just an understanding that like it's, it's pro wrestling. We don't, we don't need to slick it up and lacquer it and shine it up too much. Uh, it needed to be real. And so, so to compare the two moments, um, this one did not feel like a job. It's awesome. Here's, here's some more photos from last night. This is from where we were sitting. Here's CM Punk when he came out. What the pop was just, I mean, they delivered, like they, they delivered, they didn't wait. They didn't mess around. Here's another one. I mean, he came, the show started and Punk came out. That was it. Yeah. Like, there was so, no so, messing around. Um, can you turn me down, by the way? Because I'm hearing echo. Yeah, whatever yeah. you just did to get that video. Played. All right. So, so, but before, let's tie this a little backwards because I have questions. I think a lot of us do. So, the media scrum, I, I found out last week that you were going to be part of the, the scrum, right? So, yeah. how does that work? I, so, it's all virtual. Like, but I think a lot of us probably wonder how, how that, how, how were you, what order were you selected? Yeah. Did you have questions written in your phone? Were you waiting to see if other people asked the same question that you had? Like, how does that whole thing go? Well, first of all, it's supposed to be a live media event, but then because oh, like in person. Yeah, but they just they in Chicago now we have to wear masks because they they just put that in. Right, right, right. Well, so the minute, in yeah, the minute they announced the masks, they said it's going to be virtual now. Got it. So now, so it became virtual. So I wasn't even planning on doing anything. We were driving home. Sam, my brother, Sam was going to be on, but. He's doing, I don't know, picking berries or picking apples, <laughs> cutting down a Christmas tree. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't, Delta. I didn't even, yeah, exactly. I, you got tested. You don't, you don't have, yeah, it. I don't have, I don't have Delta or COVID. But um, I didn't even plan on asking a question. I didn't know if I could from my phone, but we were driving and I just typed in, uh, thanks for the ice cream. And, and then, like, they're like, okay, up next is Shemp Miller from 69 Wrestling. And then <laughs> Abe, Ken, Abe Kanan from WCHI. And then Sam, Sam got all excited. You should have seen, I've never seen Sam look so approval, like the approval on Sam's face. When yeah, first well, he, all, he texted me right away. He texted right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, well, first of all, right when they said that I was going to be on, Sam was really excited. 
And then when when Punk did that clean job where he he acknowledged me, only me, yeah. everyone else, he trust me, he didn't. Ryan, you saw the whole watch thing. Watch it. I watch it. It's fifty one minutes long. Watch the whole thing. He doesn't say one person's name. The only other person he called out was uh, Bixby because he couldn't get his fucking phone working. Yeah, and then some other guy. He's like, "Well, did I? Are you someone I blocked on Twitter?" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, yeah. So, so that's what happened with that. That's pretty cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, the, the uh, main. But, oh God, go, go go back to go back to the very very beginning now. Like, like, okay. So you and I, Abe, have been. Sorry, I'm moving the camera. I didn't realize I was going to be sitting inside, but it's loud it's out okay. there. Uh, you and I have been to dozens and dozens of, of wrestling events. There's Punk holding me. Uh, have been to dozens of, of events together. When you guys were in the building last night, I've never seen AEW live. I think this is your second or third. Yeah, second. I, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what I, was the added atmosphere? The the energy? Like, what? How would you compare it to some of the big events that we've been to together? Well, you know how it is when you do these shows. Like they they film a bunch of stuff beforehand, right? So right. they were filming two hours of AEW Dark, which was like. Just it, it just there it didn't matter really because everyone was so jacked up about punk. We got there early. If you would have got there right at nine when the show started, but but it started at seven, two hours of that stuff. So it's just you're just kind of sitting there hanging out. But it's like it wasn't like me going to a three hour Monday Nitro or a Raw where I'm just like dying. The anticipation was so great, no one was really upset. Yeah. It was it was kind of boring beforehand, honestly. I mean, before before Punk came on, it was just, you know, you know how it is. That's their like lowest level show. So Yeah, it's like seeing 205 live. Exactly. Prior to, yeah, yeah, I get it. Exactly. So I, yeah. I don't I'm not talking down about dark. I mean, just no, when, but you're, it, when you're juiced for something, it's it's hard to sit through stuff you don't really care that much about. Punk was on for 25 minutes. The next segment was dead. Like everyone yeah. ran out to get those CM Punk t-shirts. Of course. Like half the arena was there was. I'm telling you, there were thousands of people waiting to get a CM. Punk. Sold out United Center. How? Let's, let's talk about that. That that dude. And I I don't know where where you wanted to go with any of this, but like the yeah. the the Roman Reigns comments earlier this week, where he was saying CM Punk was never as over as Cena. He was never as over as The Rock. Yeah. I'm guessing he was even saying he was never as over as Reigns. Yeah. I find that, and I don't know about anyone listening, but I find that, I don't know if he's towing the company line by saying that, but I think that's complete bullshit. It, it is. It, I mean, overall, is Cena more popular than Punk? Probably. Is The of Rock? No, 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 no. Yeah, but, but like, if you, if you talk about specific moments, and anyone who was at Money in the Bank, what, was that 2011? Was it 2011? Jesus Christ. It, it was when like, ten, we were doing the, the Howard 101 show, so. Yeah. So whenever that was, Money in the Bank, but, but dude, that, that was a moment in wrestling that I would put on par with, like, even some of the NWO shit. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that was, that was a legend. If I, if I were to, like, convert someone into a wrestling fan, I would show them Punk Cena Money in the Bank. It was done perfectly. Everything about it, it was, was perfect. Per- and if you remember, you, first of all, you, I, I showed that picture a second ago. You set up an interview with CM Punk because he was a fan of the band Against Me, and you would you you somehow built a relationship with him based on him coming. You were working at JBTV at the time, and that's where we filmed the uh, the uh, Howard One Hundred One show when we yeah. were on One Hundred One. And so Punk, you you got him into that show, and didn't you get dinner with him or something too? Like we did. We went to a barbecue restaurant 
uh, he didn't eat meat. Of course, wait, maybe he did eat meat then. I don't know. But yeah, he, me, him, and our friend Arthur, who also worked for WWE at the time, we went to get dinner. Yeah. It was right around that time, and 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 I I was privileged to sit in on a conversation with with Punk and Arthur about about his contract, and he literally didn't sign it. He he had like. They weren't kayfabing me, bro, brother. It was it was a whole thing. It was it was legitimately punk wasn't sure what he was gonna do up until I think the day of money in the bank. And that's that's a shoot. Yeah, that's a shoot, brother. Yeah, so so, so we had curious. So yeah, we, we we developed over over a couple months, you and I kind of developed a pretty good kinship with 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 punk. It's because of you. You're the one who started the relationship. And 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 we had him on when there's an old man that loves CM Punk who was pissed when The Rock beat him for the title. This guy, Tom Dodderer. I remember and, that. And you called CM Punk and he came on the show and we had him on with that guy and that video went kind of viral. Um, That's right. But this first time, this, so this first time we had Punk in studio, he just came in. It was the night before that Money in the Bank pay-per-view. He rode his bike. <laughs> yeah. He rode his and, bike to the studio. Yeah, and... and uh, I, I asked him, I said, what are you going to do if Alberta or whoever, I don't know, if, whoever cashes in the money in the bank? And he goes, I'm going to run through the crowd. He said that. Yeah. And that's what, so we had him on the night before the biggest night of his career. Well, the pipe bomb was probably the biggest night. That was the second, whatever. But that was the culmination of everything. That, that money in the bank match. This was almost as good or just as good. The, the pipe bomb, money in the bank, and this are the three greatest punk moments ever. And we were, and I was live at two of them. And, and, and I'll tell you, this, and, and going back to the shit that Rain said this week about punk wasn't as over, I'll tell you this. I don't think the United Center is selling out on a rumor that Roman Reigns is returning. Exactly. Period. Yeah, the United Center. Like, you don't sell out. The, that's why that building was sold out last night. Because oh my God, everyone knew he was coming back. No one else. I mean, even if, if, if they said, I guess The Rock, The Rock's the only one on par, I guess. But The Rock comes out. It's like... if. The rock it would sell if, if it was in Miami and they said, "Oh, the rock's probably coming back." But it's there's not the the suspense of a seven years uh, of CM Punk not being around, and okay. it was just. I mean, and they paid it off immediately. I mean, yeah. the show started with CM Punk's music, and it was I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and 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 I love that even during that scrum last night, he was like, "Someone asked, would you have would you have uh, come out to any other music?" And he. He shook his head no. That was so, his Ring of Honor I, I don't know what I don't know what that was his Ring of Honor music. I don't I don't know. I don't recall if that was either Sam or Tony yeah. told me that, and that that so that's probably why he wanted. But but yeah, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. But there's no way that Tony wasn't gonna pay for the rights to license that. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, no way, no way at all. Uh, Matt Crowell, crazy how many views your your ice cream post had. So here's here's another. This is another the major story from last night. So CM Punk. Said and so so in the in, in the in the pipe bomb promo, he said, "Where's my what happened to the ice cream bars?" So this is yeah. a ten year payoff. Whenever when was the pipe bomb? Two thousand eleven, I guess. Yeah, it was that same year. Yeah, twenty eleven. It was like two weeks before the Money in the Bank, two or three weeks. Uh, yeah. So he said, "I want my ice cream bars." So after CM Punk's promo last night, he's like, "Oh, by the way, when you leave tonight, <laughs> everyone's going to get an ice cream bar." And he <laughs> actually. Awesome. So this. So let me post this video. I made this video of me leaving the United Center. I'm leaving AEW, and as promised. CM Punk ice cream bar. Thank you, CM Punk. So that video right now has 
452,000 views. Good Lord. Half, in, almost in about, half a million. In like 14 hours. That's crazy. ES, like I said, ESPN reached out to me. They want to use it. If it's, it, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on SportsCenter. Um, yeah, that's awesome. It's crazy. Like, and just, I read that, 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 that place, what's it called? Pretty Good Ice Cream, I think, the place that made it. Did you, do you recall yeah. the name of yeah. it? Yeah, Sam's it's actually in, it's, it's in Wicker Park, but I read that they, Logan's uh, or Wicker Park? Either Wicker Park, yeah, one of them. Maybe you're right. But, they, but they got uh, the order ahead of time, and they said they've never, I mean, of course this is true, but they said, like, they've never had a bigger order for ice cream ever. It was the biggest thing they've ever done, which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was I good. love that Punk said, too, in the scrum, he, you know what he said? He said his, uh, his inspiration for doing that was John Lester leaving the Cubs. Yeah. Last night. He said when John Lester left the Cubs, he opened up some tabs at bars in Wrigleyville to thank everybody and everyone's yep. drinks for free that night. And he said that's why yeah. he wanted to do that. So that was pretty solid. It was just perfect. Everything about it last night, like it, it's almost like you never thought like it, people probably thought like, oh, it's too late. It's too late for Punk to come back because it yeah. just seemed like his time was passing, but it just seemed like it was the perfect time to come back. Yeah, it's crazy. So so what do you like? What do you think happens from here? Well, he's going to wrestle Darby Allen right. at All Out. So that's good. I think there's going to be some like nice matches like that for a while. And then he's, they're going to have to figure out some kind of bitter feud for him to get into. And I don't know besides, and Jericho's a good guy now. So maybe MJF. I, I don't know. Like who? Ooh, they that need, would be good. They need something like an MJF to really like bring out. Because if, if Punk's obvious, like you, you, you were texting with me earlier, you said for two years he's going to be huge as a good guy, and then in two years he's going to turn heel and it's going to be crazy again. So, But, but let, hold on. Pause there and say, what prompted me to say that? And talk about the tweet you got. Oh, yeah, some asshole. He said something yeah. about, like, oh, well, let's see how let's see how that would have been if it was in another city. Of course CM Punk's going to get an ovation. Hey, no. No. No one else could do with what happened last night. Nope. If Punk debuted in Phoenix, if Punk debuted in San Antonio, Banger, Maine, <laughs> Seattle, it doesn't matter. That no. place would have been sold out and those people would have been going nuts. Period. Yeah. I don't care where you're listening to this, watching it. If you're listening to this podcast, you know you would have been in that building and going crazy. Period. Seven year return. That shit doesn't happen in this business that we like, the sport that we love. Yeah. It would have been sold out. And he's gonna sell out buildings for the next two years and he's oh, gonna yeah. get crazy pop. Crazy pops it just shows you that there's morons that'll complain that's why no one should get upset when people talk shit to them on social media because no matter what someone's going to talk shit no matter what it doesn't matter doesn't matter no matter what you do yeah so so yeah so he'll wrestle darby it's going to be a like a feel-good type of thing he's already putting darby over by the way i want to say too i love that the very first words out of his mouth in that ring where you know how to make a boy feel like Britt baker in pittsburgh i thought that was (laughs) awesome that was unneeded it, I love that he's yep. he's embracing these people, that he's not there for the wins and losses. Uh, I just love it. And you get the sense. I really do get the sense that Punk uh, is here to be in professional wrestling and not sports entertainment. Well, he even said, he said, I, I left professional wrestling in 2005 when I left Ring of Honor, and yep. now I'm back in professional wrestling. Which, you know what right. would be crazy if Darby Allen wins on Sunday, not on the 5th so, or whatever. So yeah, how how does that? God damn, what does that even? How, I mean, how he, do you book that match? How do you book that match? I don't even know. I, I think Darby should win. Actually, 
I think it would be like Punk just kind of like, and then maybe he gets a rematch or, or what, however they do it. That that makes Darby Allen a made man, and then CM Punk can move on to winning the title. Maybe but is, with I, is Darby made already? I think he is. Even being with Sting, with with Punk. I mean, talk about a young kid being in the fucking driver's seat. Oh my god, that's crazy. I think Darby's made even if he even if he doesn't doesn't win that match. But you're right. I mean, if he does, it's even that much more. Because it's Punk, like like you said, Punk. It doesn't even matter. Punk could lose every match. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, he's gonna have to win some matches. He's gonna he's gonna have to win the title because. They need to make him the face of AEW. They just have to. He is already. And what right. TNT TNT tr- changed their Twitter handle to Punk is something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. TNT Punk. I think it's, it's their <laughs> yeah. Twitter handle. So, yeah. uh, how, how do you feel about the rest of it? So, like, I don't know what the backstage uh, vibe is with him and, and a guy like let's say Jericho. Yeah, but like, where does that leave? the rest of the guys who are the face of the company. Well, go ahead. I mean, it's just, sorry. Like (laughs) there's just now a a new top guy. It just, there's nothing. None of those guys could do what punk did last night. And, and it's just, it's just, that's how it is. I mean, if the rock, if the rock came to WWE right now, he'd be the number one guy. It just, that's just how it goes. You know? So, I mean, they should embrace it because now AEW now, is a real competitor. This is equivalent to me is when Hulk Hogan dropped the leg drop on Macho Man and turned on WCW. That's how big this moment was for AEW. And like WWE has been just having a lot of issues. Like they're not that entertaining. I mean, they're like the fat cat. They're making a ton of money, but they're not putting out the product the fans want. The ratings are going down. This was, this was just perfect for AEW, everything. When was the last time WWE had, and I, I don't know the answer to this, Maybe someone watching or, or you, Abe, have a thought. Yeah. When was the last time WWE had this level of buzz? I mean, I think the last great thing they did was that Jey Uso-Roman Reigns feud. That was done perfectly. Yeah, but I, I'm talking buzz, like where ESPN wants to, you, you know what I'm saying? Like where, where ESPN's contacting you to show a fucking video about ice cream. Like where it's, where it's like, where it's, it, it transcends this business. Yeah. Um, God. It was it when Punk won the Money in the Bank? Probably. I mean, maybe. I can't think of anything. I don't else. know. I don't know. Even 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 if it, if you cut the buzz in half, when was the last time WWE made us this this excited? Maybe the answer to your question is the the, the Uso. I love that Uso. That Jay Uso it was great. It was, was great. Amazing. It was amazing. But did it bring in lapsed fans? No. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it get circulated? Did those videos get half a million views in 12 hours? Did they? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think so. So I I think you're right. That's why I say it is because you just said they're real competition now. And I think, man, I don't know what Vince is doing. I don't know if he's paying attention. I don't know if he cares. Yeah. I mean, he, he, they're making the problem is here's the problem, too, like with the UFC, too. They have the deal with ESPN Plus. So, like, they just get guaranteed money for every pay-per-view now. WWE now, they have a deal with Peacock. It doesn't matter how many they sell now. So they don't care. I mean, the live arenas, they don't. They proved during COVID, like UFC too, they do all these events just at their performance center with no fans. It doesn't right. matter. They don't need the live gate anymore. No. So they don't care. It's like, it's almost like they're doing, like, Grey's Anatomy or something. Like, they're just producing a TV show. Yeah. 
with a ton of people, right? And I love that Punk made that distinction. I don't know if it was in the ring or, or after the show, but he was saying uh, there was no, like, there's only the input of a few people, right? Yeah. That, and, and that's what sucks about, if you think about what WWE is giving us, what's good right now? The Baron Corbin storyline's great. Great. Yeah. And Baron's doing a great job playing that character. Roman's entertaining. Uh, I don't mind the Edge Seth Rollins feud. It's it's pretty decent, but like the rest of it, I don't. I watched SmackDown last night. I can't tell you one thing other than Otis. Otis went over. That's it. He did. I can't. I can't even remember that? anything. Uh, Rollins got got tar on him. I can't. I'm leaving AEW. And then- yeah, yeah. I don't. I yeah. don't. It's just like nothing's memorable. Nothing's making a connection, and I. I just wonder, like, what has to change there for them to get back on this level? What can they even do to regenerate this type of buzz? I, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know what you could do. I, I, like, don't, I don't know. It, it doesn't know. make. Sense. Hey, Paul's excited to see a Ryan Mano sighting. Oh, hey, Paul. How are you? <laughs> I look like shit. I feel like shit too. So that's that's sorry about the. Uh, sorry about that, Paul. I'm not. My, I'm not looking my best either. <laughs> uh. Uh, but okay. So so all right. Hold on. Let's go back to where where Punk goes from here. So he has a Darby Allen match. What happens after that? Like does okay. Hold on. Here's another question I, I did want to ask you. And maybe this is too personal. Maybe we don't know the answer to this. But is there any money in a Punk? Colt Cabana feud. Oh, of course there is. Oh you my think? god, that'd be massive. But the qu- the question is, is like, did did someone ask him about Colt Cabana in that press conference? And did he say, "I'm yeah, here"? But not by na- na- not by name. They said, "I know you've had issues personally with some of the people in the locker room." Uh, and Punk said, "I didn't have an issue with anyone here tonight." So I don't know if Colt was Colt there. I don't think so. He didn't come out. Maybe that's what he meant by that. Then. Hmm. That would be big. I mean, he said I have some scores to settle with people in the locker room. So who I mean who don't you, it's not like he's a major player in, in AEW. Like he's barely on the show anyway. So yeah. I don't I don't even know if it's like I'm sure he didn't say like, hey, we need to get rid of Cold Cabana. But like <coughs> I mean, if, if he if they've like worked their stuff out, I mean if Matt Hardy and Edge were able to work it out after Edge was cheating, like she was cheating on Matt Hardy with Edge, and yeah. then they had a great feud together, now they're friends or whatever again. So, I mean, if they could work that out, I think Colt and, and CM Punk could work because they were like best friends. Colt so. would come with Punk to our studio. Every, he was there. He was there that day. Colt. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know, man. I mean, I hope that would be cool. That would be interesting to see if they could find a way to do that. I think that would be a good feud. I mean, that ultimately I think too, I think, I I think a heel punk in about a year and a half to two years is like he, he could, he couldn't come out last night and do that any other way. He had to do what he did, but I think heel punk is also a money punk. I think that's like, Oh, that's the best part. It it is those God level promos where he's talking about, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's crazy shit. That's really, really good, and I hope we get yeah. that again. It's kind of like with the Young Bucks, right? Now they're heels, and they're great. It's like yeah. at some point, it's good. being a, being a good guy at some point just gets boring. Every yeah. For everyone, everyone. For everybody. Think about the top guys, right? Stone Cold, The Rock. Right. Hogan had to turn heel. 
No one cared about Hogan in WCW. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk. And, and, after- and, 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 and what's the thing that everyone always said about Cena? Turn him heel, turn him heel, turn him heel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know where they – I feel like – I don't know what's next. Darby Allen, I think maybe you do – like, uh, could it be Kenny Omega next and he wins a title that quick? I don't know. Maybe MJ, MJF would be great because they're MJF building – MJF would be yeah. awesome. God, those he, pro, imagine those promos, dude, between MJF and Punk. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be – and MJF doesn't care about anything. No. And I love – here's why I love MJF, and I think more wrestlers need to do this. MJF is one of those people, and you hear this critique a lot, that heels today want to be cool heels. Yeah. MJF is cool, but you know why he's cool? Because he's a fucking heel. He's not a heel that's trying to be cool. He's a heel trying to be a heel, which makes him cool. Right? So he'll he'll play the character online. um, Dude, MJF is the best on Twitter. He, in person, he'll just, like, give you the, like, he's a heel, and he's fucking cool. To kids! (laughs) <laughs> that's what like but everyone wants to be that cool heel mjf just wants to be a heel and yeah. that's awesome and he's, he's not worried about, those. he's not worried about catchphrases he like you said he just wants to be an asshole yeah so that would be that, that would be that, perfect that, that, and that makes the best wrestling heel is being an asshole yeah and now that he beat chris jericho <laughs> chris jericho actually had to tap out to him like now yeah. he's like a made man like let's let's get him or do you put him in with kenny omega who's also a good heel right now have him win the title. Great heel. Yeah. Then take on MJF. God, dude, there's a lot of possibilities. Honestly, the Young they're Bucks. Great, I mean, they're great possibilities. Yeah. Young Bucks. How about how about Cody comes back as a heel? I'd love that and talk shit to Punk. Like, hey, you weren't good this enough. Was, to this was this or Cody? Yes, he starts the this was my company type of thing. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. All that shit. Yeah. There's, There's a lot, a lot of, of potential. I mean, and, and then not to mention Bray Wyatt's coming in probably. Uh, there's just so many guys that he could do stuff with. Did you see, uh, I think I sent it to you last night, the, the tweet Strowman sent out. Adam oh, Chabert. something about going to get Giordano's or something or deep dish pizza? He wasn't there, right? No, he didn't come out at least. He was, But he, he, he sure capitalized on the intrigue. <laughs> exactly. He said, I've got to be able to get a good slice of deep dish around here right <laughs> like come on bro what are you doing yeah. where do you think he's gonna end up not that you give a shit because i know you're not a fan of him i mean i heard they want him back in wwe right yeah it's what i've heard but god i don't know where's what's bray gonna do do you think i would love to see bray not be like like the undertaker where he's just because Bray is so good. He could be like a Jake, the snake, pair him up with Jake. I don't even think he needs Jake, the snake, but he's so good at promos. He could just be like when Jake, the snake was a bad guy. If you remember when he was like coming out, when, when the snake bit macho man, that kind of an asshole, that's what he should be. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what you're going to call him. You're not going to call him Wyndham Rotunda. Are you? (laughs) You can't call him Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah, so I don't know. You I mean, <laughs> I guess you could, but no, you can't call him. Wh- no way. Well, they, they just him- call him Bray. Just Bray. Could they call him that? I don't know. I don't know. What if they call him like Terry Bray? <laughs> Terry Bray. Or Terry Funk, or Jake Bray, or Terry the- Terry okay. Terry Roberts. So we're a couple hours away from SummerSlam. Like, what do you think the atmosphere, the mood is with? with some of the people at WWE today. Like, they have oh to be God. pretty defeated, right? Oh, yeah. 
they feel awful. Yeah. I know, I know, and like, I, I hate to compare it, but like my station, Rock 95.5, when we launched, every rock station in Chicago felt like someone kicked them in the nuts. Yeah. That's how WWE feels. Like, they feel awful. Everything, like, there, there's nothing they could do tonight that will, yeah. nothing that could outdo what happened last night. Yeah. Nothing. You're right. I mean, there's nothing. It doesn't matter what happens. It, it, there's nothing they can do to, what they should do triple h should come on and talk shit to cm punk that's the only thing they could do triple h should come out and start a war with cm punk 100 percent. the only way they get out of this weekend with any headline yep is if they piggyback on the buzz he should start SummerSlam, and he should come out with a sledgehammer and say you want war punk now you got war you're yeah. ted what do you used to call him he called him it was rotten tattoos yes, yes. yeah your rotten tattoos you're fat, fat ass, ass. You and your skinny fat ass, you're not shit. And by the way, when AEW went off the air last night, everyone swears. Uh, uh, John Moxley was talking about, he goes, I don't mean to suck, uh, suck his dick, but here comes Tony Khan. And then, and then uh, Darby Allen said, this company changed my fucking life. They're all swearing, saying, fuck, suck my dick, shit. It's cr- and then Sting's in the ring with them. Like, and Sting is, is Sting's like a born-again Christian, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So what Sting is probably just like, Get me out of here. What did Sting <laughs> say again? What did he say? He said, it's showtime. That's it? No, but he said, he said, he goes, I, I think we're first class citizens already. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the fans are first class fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he said, uh, Tony Khan got me out of, made a call and I couldn't say no. Sting's yeah. looking good too. Which is crazy. Because here's the thing. How old is Sting? He's probably what? He's 60. something. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder look. how much, uh, I think he's 60. I think, I, and I wonder how much, because um, we're hearing now that Flair is coming back. Dude, he's right? 62. He'll be 63 in March. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's still doing what he's doing. But like, all this shit about Flair coming back, and now he's training, and like, you were sending me oh. a tweet the other day. Dude. And, and, <laughs> and clearly, he's back on the gas. What's he, what is he doing? Like, yeah. bro, even the chops that I remember, what was that last weekend? He was in Mexico. He was, he was chopping. Yeah. Andrade, right? Andrade, when he's doing suplexes, right? And he's, oh no. Oh, you're oh talking about, uh, Flair, he was with, chopping, with the chops uh, Kenny Omega. Good God. They, yeah. they, 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 he can't even fake that. It looks real. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, so bad. Or something. I know, it, and so I don't know what they're doing. And I swear, dude, that's the only bad thing that Tony Khan could do is putting Flair back in the ring. I don't think he's gonna put him back in the ring. But the one thing that AEW is doing, which I don't understand why WWE subject there, there used to be Bobby Heenan, Mister Fuji, Classy Freddie Blassie. All these guys were old wrestlers who became managers who were old as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? So of course, it makes Tolly Blanchard's not that old to be a manager. Jake the Snake is only like sixty or whatever. Like. Ric Flair could be a manager. Yeah. That's WWE. It's like they forgot like to give back to those old guys, bring yeah. them back in as managers, and they're all great on the mic. Like yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. That's the way and to the use sh- and, and the shit they teach them off camera. Yeah. You know, like having exactly. those guys around is yeah. a good thing. Yeah, you're right. So like managers I, what, are a lost art. What do you think about like, I mean, I know what you probably think, but like, so assuming that Punk was was being honest last night when he said I didn't I don't have a clue what I'm going to say I needed to feel it. Yeah. 
there's not a chance that Vince would let anyone walk through that curtain and get in a ring without going over what they're going to say. No. And I think there's something to be said for that, right? Well, that's why AEW is good because it's not – why would you let some guy write – like these wrestlers know the business. They know what they've been doing. And, you know, I, I don't understand why Vince can't just let them be themselves. I mean, some guys need help, but – Maybe those guys shouldn't be on the mic then. Not everybody has to come out and cut a fucking promo. Like we didn't hear from, we didn't hear a lot from. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I guess I guess everybody has always cut promos, but like, yeah, the guys that need help don't get a mic live on TV. Maybe exactly. how about that? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, until you're get right yourself the mic. to the point. Yeah. to get the mic. Jay the Gay is saying that uh, if Cena wins, because Roman Reigns said last night he's going to quit wrestling if he loses. By the way, so hi, Jay. I haven't talked to Jay in a long time. Hi, Jay the Gay. That, good for, that, that's, and also, Jay the Gay is uh, who calls into the show I do now all the time. The Angie Taylor does. Show. Good. good morning on Rock 95.5, by the way. Uh, but he, he, he came into my life because of you also, just like Punk. He wanted to bang you. <laughs> which is the truth. That's so, funny. So thanks, for, thanks for Jay the Gay. But too. what did Jay, Jay say, though? Sorry. He basically said that if CM Punk wins, or if, if Cena wins, he'll be a 17-time champion. They'll get some buzz, but it won't be like it won't be like the buzz of last night. No. Despite, he said to spite Flair, they would do that. I mean, if, if, if Roman Reigns had to leave WWE, I guess that would get some buzz. Really, the only thing that would get buzz, like I said, is if Triple H comes out. Triple H needs to just get back to talking shit. Vince McMahon should never be on the camera ever again. He just can't do it anymore. It makes me like... I feel like weird looking at his face. He can't talk anymore. Where you been? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, what they should. Yeah. One thing they could do is make Triple H. Why, why, you know what you need to do? Build the company back around Triple H. Make him the biggest. You know what he should do? He should bring out legends like Bret Hart and just humiliate them and do it in the name of CM Punk. Like. He should just be. A, he should come out and wrestle again and be an asshole to everyone because people will love to hate Triple H because he's like. And he, they should call him the new owner of the company. Like he should act like the way Shane used to act and bring out Bret Hart, humiliate him, talk shit, and say I'm doing this because of Punk. This is like. That's but a great. How do, you, how do you how do you pay it off? So so I I agree. I'm with you. But 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 okay. I I dude. I love what you're saying. Yeah. But wh- how does who then emerges? Well, that's the thing. Who who could it be? I mean, who's going to be the good guy that emerges to to take care of this problem? Maybe oh, there yeah. isn't. I mean, you need two champions. If you're going to keep the brand split, let Triple H run Raw. Let him be the asshole on Raw. Let Roman Reigns be the asshole on SmackDown. Then you have something going on both shows. Yeah, Triple H would and could do a great job of being that new Mr. McMahon, yeah. sort of, so to speak. But there has to be a viable payoff like there was with Austin in the yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I don't know who that person is. Like they don't I, have I don't that. Either. They don't. And they don't even have anyone on the shelf off or, or not on roster. No, you have it's to start exactly building someone up or steal them from AEW. And that's not happening. Right. Like you, you're not going to steal Kenny Omega. You're not going to steal. Yeah. Punk. Obviously I, there's nobody that I can think of that would move the needle and be a viable person to take up. Take I mean, I guess the rock, but it's like the rocks. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's temporary. 
Yeah, you need And to... it's it's not the and the rock would be almost expected. Like that's what WWE's missing is the unexpected. And I loved, by the way, how AEW did this with Punk, uh, where everybody knew he was coming. They called it the worst kept secret. They confirmed it without confirming it. That's how wrestling is supposed to be, right? That's what made us fall in love with wrestling, where, yep. where we didn't know, but we thought we might. And, and, and when something happened, it's, it's better when you don't know what, how oh, yeah. it's going to go. Right? Exactly. But WWE telling- doesn't do that anymore. They don't have no. it. There's nothing they're doing right now that is unexpected, that is surprising. You know even why that is, Rock right? comes back. Yeah. Hold on. Even if the Rock comes back, it's still the Rock. Exactly. And we know that he's in good graces with the company. It's not like holy shit, the Rock's here. Yeah. And they now they tip things off. Now when the Rock comes back, it says on Twitter the Rock's coming back. Before the element of surprise is why we watched Raw versus Nitro. Correct. So, so it, 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 they basically said CM Punk was coming back, but you still felt like oh, it might not happen. Dude, everyone loves Easter eggs. Abe, you and I, we loved Breaking Bad. Why did we love Breaking Bad? There's so many little fucking hints and Easter eggs and things yeah. in the show that were that were clever as shit. The fact that 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 Kenny Omega two weeks ago was wearing a Cookie Monster shirt. One week ago <laughs> wore a Chick Magnet shirt. Yeah. CM Cookie Monsters Chick Magnet. Those, those yeah. like that's fucking brilliant, dude. That's that's the shit that we want. Yeah. It's amazing. That's that's storytelling. Yeah. That's no, modern was... storytelling, and, and WWE's not doing it. They're giving us – I don't even know what they're giving us. I don't know. I, and, and here's the other thing, and not to get too off on a fucking tangent, but, like, how is the same company that's giving us this Baron Corbin storyline, which I find to be one of their best in years? I think it's, yeah, it's really hilarious. But it's not anything that's going to bring people in from sports center. No, like it's It's, it's good for us wrestling fans. I like exactly. it. Exactly. It's good within the product, right? It's Already funny knowing because, that, yeah. Yeah. So how is the same company that's capable of writing this long form story about Baron? Yeah. The same company that can't do it with anybody else. I, I don't get how, how, how fragmented the writing is. In Sometimes WWE they get lucky. I mean, the Jay Uso thing was just like, they stepped into a gold mine. Like yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. who would have thought that would have been so great. You're right. I mean, it just, they maybe, got it's, maybe it's the person playing the character too, because Jay played that character. Perfect. Baron's yeah. playing this perfect. I don't know where they go with Baron. By the way, here's an idea. I, I thought of uh, who's got the million dollar title on NXT? Um, uh, I uh, LA, whatever's LA. LA Grimes? That was an LA Reed or whatever. The guy who was, he was on TNA before or no? Maybe. I don't know. I thought LA Reed. Same as LA something. Whatever. Okay. But, but, but what if that dude with the million dollar title uh, shows up on SmackDown? Baron somehow wins it. But now he's got, I saw last night he had the money in the bank briefcase and all that. Anyway, I, I, I just wonder where they go with the Baron thing. But so far, it's been, it's been outstanding. And it bothers yeah, me. Yeah, LA Knight. LA, LA Knight, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But he used to be in, in TNA as, uh, I forgot his name in TNA. But. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like Baron getting his hands on the million dollar title would change his life. <laughs> and then he's rich again. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the other day. No, I was telling Sam yesterday at, at the United Center. I said, I haven't felt like this in a long time. Like, when you go to an event now, like, I've seen, like, I'm going to see Guns N' Roses. They're my, you know, one of my favorite bands on September 16th or whatever. I'm not like. Where, where are they playing? Wrigley Field. Okay. Which, that, that's cool in itself. But I, I don't have that tingle. Like, it's, I'm going to see Guns N' Roses again. I've seen them many times. 
I was saying when I saw Kiss when I was 14 for the first time on that reunion tour, I had that feeling. Like, I was so excited. That's how I felt yesterday when Punk was coming up. Like, yeah. I, you don't get that excitement ever. How do you feel about watching SmackDown tonight? Or, I'm sorry, SummerSlam tonight. I might not even watch it. <laughs> like, like you will watch it, right? Of course, probably, you, you'll watch it. I'll probably watch it. Like, look, I don't have a couch yet because I had to yeah. send three back. So I'm going to be laying in my bed watching Why it. Why did you send three couches back? Because one, one was damaged, one was shit, and the other one had a black stain on it. So I actually bought a nice couch at Crate and Barrel. Before I was trying to get like a cheaper couch online. Yeah. So now I bought a nice one at Crate and Barrel, which I sat on. It was wonderful. But now I have to wait for that one. But anyways, so I'm going to have to lay in bed and, and watch it or sit on like that chair bag there, which I don't want to sit yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so I'm going to be laying in bed watching. I'm definitely going to fall asleep four or five times during the event. Right. Yeah, but 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 I, and, and there's no tingle like you said, right? There, no, like, I don't even you, care. You'll watch. You'll watch it out of out of. I don't even know the word. Not obligation, Spite? but just like out of, <laughs> <laughs> like you. You're right. Obligation's actually the word. Yeah, isn't that like yeah. out of habit, right? Just out habit. Of, out that, of that's habit. Yeah, that's the word we're looking for. Yeah, but like but it I, doesn't, it doesn't I didn't even do know it was anything. tonight. I didn't even know it was tonight. I forgot. I thought it was next week. And you know what's funny? Like when when uh, Cena came back, and I, I remember even it was like I don't know a month ago or whatever, whenever that was. I remember in our group chat, I was like, "Ooh, this this looks good. I might go to I might drive to Vegas or fly to Vegas real quick. Yeah, to go check out the show." And now, yeah, if that, I that had booked really- that, if if I had booked that fucking trip, dude, I would have canceled it. I would have <laughs> sold my tickets and just eaten the money on the flight. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't. I, I I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? Who gives a shit? Like, if he beats Cena, it doesn't matter. Like, okay. Or if Cena wins, I mean, look, yeah, Cena then becomes the the the, the most, you know, decorated heavyweight champion. But but again, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's all within the. That's the problem, dude. Everything's within the WWE universe, right? That that they've lost sight of stepping out of that bubble. It doesn't yeah. matter. Hey, hi, Phil. Uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> that, that they, they, they spin everything the way they want it to. And actually, you know what, dude, in that scrum punk, what he said to you was probably the most telling thing he said in that whole thing about comparing money in the bank last night. He said it didn't need, uh, a coat of lacquer. It didn't need to be polished up. Yeah. That's the fucking problem with WWE. That yeah, everything no one... is just, is polished and lacquered and it's all just so packaged. There's yeah. no feeling that, that someone's going to go off script, that something unexpected is going to happen, that something fun, unique, different. We know what we're going to get. No, it's, it's, it's just, it's just such a different AEW last night. If they keep this momentum, they're right there with WWE now. They're not making yeah. the money WWE is making, but as far as engagement and fans, now again, there are casual fans that will never watch AEW. They just won't because WWE. If you ever go talk to some like random guy or or lady that's like fifty two or something, they're like, oh my god. That guy Shinsuke Nakamura is outrageous, or something like the stuff that they like. Yeah. You, you would be like, "Oh my god, the Big Show is so big!" 
I know it's a bad example because he's an AW now too, but like, no, I know what you mean. The stuff that they like, like I saw this dude next to me who was wearing a luchador mask. Any Mexican wrestler that came out, he was going crazy, right? right so right. you have guys like that, that no matter what, when Rey Mysterio comes out, he's going to go crazy. People yeah. who like, like the high flying shit, like some random dude, some casual fan, WWE is catering to the casual fans. Yeah. So like, we we talk shit about that, but to be honest, we're not as important to them as the casual fan. No, you're Because they right. need the numbers and they need the some random dude, right? Oh, I started watching wrestling and I bring in my kid there. Oh, he loves uh, Finn Balor or something. Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. They just love him. Like, though, like Sam, his his um his uh his like brother in law or whatever or cousin, whatever it is. I don't know. Someone not brother in law. His uh his his wife's like uncle or something. They started watching wrestling. They're like, oh, Seamus is great or something. Like, what? They love him because he's pale. They laugh at Seamus because yeah, like it's just like the stuff people, the stuff casual fans like is something that we'll never understand because we've been watching wrestling since we were we've been watching wrestling like thirty eight years, thirty seven years. So we're like three, right? It's true. And with no breaks, no breaks. I was never ever ridiculous ever. (laughs) Yeah, nonstop thirty seven years watching wrestling since we were three years old. It's crazy. But the casuals are different. My first live event at Rosemont Horizon when I was five. Yeah, five. That was my first (laughs) live event. So I've been going to see live wrestling for thirty five years with no breaks. Yeah, even when it was not cool to be a wrestling fan, even if it's not cool now. Oh yeah, and I know you're the same. We have been going consistently to see it for 35 years. We went to a closed circuit theater to see WrestleMania Five, Macho Man yep. and Hogan. I was, I don't know how old that was. When was WrestleMania Five? What year was that? Was I Jesus. seven? I, I, six? I, yeah, probably eight, nine, maybe yeah. eight. Yeah, like I, I don't know what what year was WrestleMania Five. But like, man, we're on, what were we on that WrestleMania? What? I have no idea. WrestleMania five was nineteen eighty nine. Okay, so I was I was seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I I was going to be eight in, in August that year. So like it's crazy, yeah. and and the, we'll never understand what the casuals like. And they're oh, there's the Blue Angels, just flew um. But the casual fans, that's who WWE is catering to. That's all they care about now is money and the casual fans. Yeah. But they don't realize we are the, the hardcore fans are very important, which is proven with with AEW when they sell out the United Center on a whim. See, and that's where I, 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 that argument to me kind of falls apart. I, I'm not saying you're wrong because you're right. Because WWE, even during a pandemic, without being a touring circus, had their most profitable year. Exactly. Last year. Which is crazy. Uh, but, I, but you look at last night and you think, Jesus, they sold out United Center. WWE couldn't sell out United Center in one day. I don't. I don't think they could sell out United Center in one day. Like no, no. matter what they did, unless it was like it, Triple H against CM Punk, <laughs> or, or, or or maybe maybe Austin Rock and Cena in a triple threat. Maybe would sell <laughs> exactly. it out, right? Yeah, the maybe. return of Stone Cold against The Rock. Yeah, that would sell it. Yeah, yeah, it would sell it out. But but like, there's something to be said about the about the buzz, the, the excitement, the passion of selling out a building like that on a rumor, you can't discount that. No. And, 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 and you, here's my point. You have to think long-term. You can't discount what that means for the future of the business, right? If, 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 if you have a guy like Tony Khan who's proven now to be very, very good at, at generating buzz, capitalizing on it, yeah. delivering on the promises, 
that's something to be taken seriously. That's not a one-off, dude. He's he's done this now a couple times where you go, well, shit, that's pretty pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And he's got the resources to make billions, it happen. billions, billions. Richard and Vince, Tony and Khan, make it happen. Tony Khan is basically you and I with billions of dollars because he, he's a real. He's I, a I, fan. And I loved, I loved watching Walk to the Ring last night uh, in that segment with Moxley and and Kingston and Sting and Darby. Like, oh, that was on TV. No, I, I saw the video on YouTube. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But he, he's like, he literally is like anyone watching this right now. He's just. He's a nerd with money. He yep. walked out like just like with his shoulders slumped. Like he doesn't even walk out with swagger. He's just yeah. I don't, dude. He's he's yeah. And now he's proven it that he can do it. And for Vince to ignore it is crazy to me. So how does that? What does that play out long term? Is my point. Like yeah. Well, well, a couple you gotta take this shit seriously. A couple things. Number one, I love that AEW Chicago is the home of AEW because All In started yeah. in Chicago. They're doing. Right. They have three more shows coming up in Chicago. They have Dynamite, Rampage, and then All Out, all in like a next like a week and a half or whatever. They have three shows on the books, and then they threw in this United Center show. So all those people already bought tickets, and it's hard to get people to buy tickets during a pandemic. Yeah, they sold out the United Center in fifteen minutes. Tony Khan, like I said, he's like us. He he's willing to do what it takes. He doesn't care. He has so much money. He just wants to have fun with it. Yeah. And he loves wrestling. He loves the business. Like maybe he's the right guy. Maybe Vince, maybe it's past Vince by. Maybe he's the right guy to bring it into the future. Like he's a guy who actually cares about the past. Vince doesn't care about the past as much. No. So he doesn't like pay off. Like it's like an NFL player, right? Like who has CTE or whatever. They don't do shit for those guys. These old wrestlers, WWE doesn't do much with them. They give them those legends contracts. The best they, they do for them is when they need rehab. Yeah, that's good. I like that. that but that's sure the Tony best they Con do for him. Tony Khan would probably do that too. They acknowledge or honor them, right? The, the, yeah. the best thing WWE does for the past is get them through their addictions. Yeah, which is good. That's very good. Yeah, it's great. But that's 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 the only way they really give back Yeah. to, to anybody. Yeah, so there's they're not like... Tony Khan is actually preserving... The, it's, it's too bad. It would be great if he could just buy WWE. Maybe he can. He maybe he will. The question is, would he, would, you, would he want to? Not now, probably not. No. But I, I mean, man, that's a good question though. Would he want to? Because like, it's going to cost billions of dollars to buy WWE. The only reason I think he would want to buy it is a for the name recognition. Because look, if, if if it, well, that's the second part is the library. But but if I walk out on the street right now and I say to just some random person going into to ralph and if i said hey what's aew they would say i have no idea yeah the, the name recognition isn't there yet yeah so i i feel like sorry move that uh i feel like the only way that you would want to buy wwe right now if you're tony khan is if i went and said hey what's wwe they'd say oh that's that wrestling like every, everybody knows what that is. Nobody, yeah. like your average person, doesn't know what AEW is. Well, you know, a lot of people thought they were watching WWE last night. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, I saw CM Punk came back to WW." Of course. So it's like, <laughs> or, oh, CM Punk's back in WWF. Like, yeah, WWF. Of, yeah, that's a true. lot of people yeah. said that probably, and it's yeah. back to the casual. So it's like, right, man. 
I, I think it's better to have two. Fun. I think I think this is great because you almost feel doesn't it feel weird to you? Kind of like you're like, oh man, WWE's kind of on the ropes right now, and it's kind of back to when like you know WCW was on the ropes when Stone Cold yeah. came out. So this is what this is this is what real competition feels like because we it forgot is. WCW for what, what what's uh what's Eric Bischoff's uh, podcast eighty three weeks for eighty three weeks they were destroying WWE. Yeah. Before Vince figured Here, it out. Here's what I will say is the difference. WWE, during those 83 weeks, knew they were on the ropes. Yeah. They acknowledged. Vince acknowledged. You've heard him say over and over, boy, we got real competition when that shit happened. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that, that at this point in Vince's life or in this stage of the game, he's going to acknowledge or admit that they have competition. Yeah. That's the difference, I think. And that sucks because that's damaging to them. They have always, this is the thing, dude. They've always said that the Monday Night Wars pushed them to be better, be more creative, be stronger, do different shit. You hear them say it. We see them say it still on video. But they refuse now to acknowledge that there's competition because they don't want to push themselves to be better. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what's mystifying to me. You hear them constantly say that competition was the best thing that happened to them. When they have competition, now they won't acknowledge that it's fucking competition. But what's missing? The thing that the thing that made them get better is that Vince was going broke. They weren't making any money. The ratings were shit. Now the money is it, you That's can't, it. It's like they say you can't like uh, you can't who's it was it like um uh like Marvin Hagler's Tommy Hearns they said it's hard to get motivated for a fight when you're sleeping on silk sheets. Yes. Right? Like, yep. they think when you have piles of, when you're the most profitable ever and you're telling Vince, hey, Vince, we ne- we're, we're going to get, we're getting fucked here. We need to see the ring on the wall. He's like, what are you talking about? We're rich. Yeah. Money's right. coming in. It's the most money we've ever made. Like, yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. I'm sure he that, cared. That, I, I don't know. I don't even, I'm not sure he cared. I really am not. I think that he's focused on their Saudi deal coming up in October and what that's going to bring in. I don't think he I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares the way he cared when when Hogan dropped the leg. I don't think he cares when Hall showed up, when when Nash showed up. I, I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. I think Vince and Vince has always had a, a, a fucking burr in his saddle with Punk. He's never he's yep. never viewed him as a as a top guy. Yep. Even when he was the top guy. Even when he was the top guy. I I I think that Vince has a resentment for Punk and he probably doesn't care much more about what happened last night than he ever cared for punk ever. And that's a shame because what you experienced last night, Vince isn't delivering. No. And the last time I experienced it was with CM Punk in WWE. That's right. I mean, I haven't felt it. Uh, Jeffrey last night was as exciting as ECW at the odium. I was at the odium show where Taz lost the title to Mike awesome at the odium. Those ECW shows again, ECW is responsible for the beginning of the wrestling revolution. 100%. Everything was everything was stale. Paul Heyman yep. came up with all this cool shit, and then yep. Eric Bischoff and Vince stole everything from him. And then he was yep. working with Vince and whatever else. But that was that was the thing. That was a little independent dude. Yes, who created something new. And now Tony yep. Khan has billions of dollars. It's different. But man, this is what wrestling needed. Like, don't you feel like it feels weird, right? Like you don't feel good about it for WWE. It feels like oh my god, this is like I, like. I, I'll give you an example. I, I, my brother, Kevin, uh, and you know, Kevin used to be into wrestling just like, yeah, there were, there were a couple of years where he was pretty, pretty into it. 
he and I were texting last night. I was sending him the videos of Punk this morning. I sent him more videos. I sent him your shit from the scrum. He's like, he says this, he's like, this is absolutely unbelievable. And I can't believe that this happened. And I love yeah. this. He watched every, he watched, he absorbed every second and consumed every minute of content about Punk returning because yeah. it was that awesome. And he doesn't get, dude, the last time he watched wrestling was probably Money in the Bank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so for, for, it's that type of stuff, man, that, that like, Again, I hate to keep harping on WWE. I just don't know where they go. I just don't know what they do. Well, They're this releasing could revolution. Loads. They it were could. awful. Let, God, let, let's, awful. Go back, let's go back to what you were saying, though, about, 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 about Paul Heyman. Um, do you remember, like, before, before really, like, there was any true involvement with ECW and WWE at, F at the time, they would do some things on Raw where, like, Heyman would show up with like a couple of the guys in the front row and like it oh, never yeah. really led anywhere when Lawler was calling it extremely wrestling, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but that was the germ of what ended up being the revolution. That yeah. was the beginning, right? Yep. Where they were they're testing the waters to go, this kind of feels rogue. Where us watching at home were like, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if that's supposed to be happening. I don't know if did Paul Heyman really buy a ticket? Yeah. You know what I mean? Think, think and about that this. Shit, that's the exciting stuff, bro. Think about this. The last time WWE, like, they, they had a, a chink in the armor was when they got too ridiculous with their storylines. And now AEW is real life, right? They seem like real. WWE needs to get back to those real storylines. And that's what WCW forced them to do that with Stone Cold, yeah. The Rock, DX, yeah. all that shit. So if they want to compete, and this is exciting for us, wrestling fans should be, because I love WWE too. I've always loved it. Me too. Man, I, I don't Vince want Man. WWE to suck. No, I want it to be better. So this yeah. is going to force them. Something has to happen. Something has to give one way or another. Something's going to change because of this. So yeah. even though they're making a ton of money, the product will get better just because they have to get better to compete. Vince does not want to keep losing. He doesn't like going on SportsCenter today and seeing my video with an ice cream bar. 100%. I mean, an ice cream bar that he could have done himself but he was right. too bullish to do it. Yeah. So yeah. Th this is good for wrestling. Like I saw Ariel Hawani tweeted out, like this is the most exciting wrestling's been since the Attitude Era. I mean, you feel it. Like you feel the buzz on wrestling again, and maybe something's going to happen now. This is going to force WWE to like rethink everything. Like Vince, he's like, ah, we're not, there's no more good guys or bad guys. It's shades of gray. So uh, it's the Attitude Era. That's what started the Attitude Era. All that clown shit, all that stupid shit, Duke the Dumpster, Derosi, the Repo Man, uh, who else? All these fucking idiots. The, the, the TL Hopper, the plumber, yeah. the, the, the goon, the hockey player. These yeah. were his wrestlers. So something has to give, and I think I think it was the beginning. Last night was the real beginning. Last night was the beginning. Like AEW has been has had a lot of fans, but this really put them on the map last night. Yeah. How, okay, so so one thing you said, which is interesting to me, and I guess uh, I want to hear more of your thoughts on it. It's like you said the difference between Vince then and Vince now was that he was going broke and money makes you hungry. Or like being being against the ropes with true, I don't know, being in peril makes you fucking step up. But Tony Khan has more money than Vince, so how does... 
how do you explain that? Is it because Tony is just different than Vince and he's passionate? Because Tony has the silk sheets, right? But he's still doing it better. Yeah, but Tony Khan is a wrestling fan with money. Like, he's us with money. If you give me a billion dollars, I'm still a lover of wrestling. I mean, I'm, and if I could, if you told me, like, hey, you want to create your own federation, that's what I would do. Why not? You want to have, like, what do, okay, what, people with money, right? They want fame, right? You yeah. see these guys with money, they'll do anything. They, they make sex tapes, embarrass themselves just to get fame. Tony Khan is a rich dude who loves wrestling. Like he right. he came out before three minutes before CM Punk came out and he was like all excited. He looked like he was about to cry. Like this guy, this is what he loves. I mean, you love the Cubs. You love whatever wrestling. There's things that you love just because I hand you $4 billion. And not to mention his whole life, he was born. He didn't earn that money. It's his dad's money, right? So that's all he knows is being a billionaire. So the kid who's a billionaire grew up loving wrestling. So to him, it doesn't matter. Like Vince McMahon earned that money himself. Like he went from like living in a trailer to being a billionaire. That's a little bit different. Tony yeah. Urbanski uh, saying, by the way, Tony Urbanski is the dude in grade school. We went to get the Undertaker's autograph at Burger King. And he went up to the Undertaker. He's like, hey, uh, sign my nipple. And the Undertaker's like, you're in the wrong line. You're looking for Shawn Michaels. That's what for WrestleMania 13, we went to get third tickets. But Tony said Roman Reigns is the best thing in wrestling. He was the best thing in wrestling. I agree, Tony. That's what got me excited about wrestling again was Roman Reigns. Me as a too. Heel. He's too. amazing right now. I love Roman. I agree, Tony. But CM Punk last night was better than Roman Reigns. They are the two top guys in wrestling, Roman Reigns and CM Punk. Now. Of course. And, and I, I agree that, that, that Roman Reigns is the best thing in WWE. Yes. That's how, that's how I'll dis- distinguish what his comment is. Uh, but here's the thing. He's still a product of WWE and the products of WWE aren't there. There's no element of surprise. That's the problem. Roman's going to come out tonight and be Roman. Roman's going to come out tonight and say what Roman's going to say. We know what it is. I'm not saying it's not not good. It's good. He's great. He's great in this character, in this role. But it's still polished, it's rehearsed, it's scripted, it's written, yeah. and it will be delivered as such. He claims he's been off script since turning heel, though. Do you believe it? I'm sure there's some stuff that's scripted. Maybe they're giving him some leeway. I don't know. But he's the best thing by far in wrestling up until Without last Without a night. doubt. I mean, I love that Jay Uso feud. I'm telling you how much I love that. That was my favorite yeah. thing in wrestling in it many was, years. It was so fucking good, dude. That, that, it, was it was so perfect. good. It was perfect. When Heyman put the oh, the, uh, the lay, the lay on him, yeah. oh my god. god, it was the best. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that he's calling himself the head of the table and acknowledge, the whole acknowledge me thing. Tribal chief. God, dude. I mean, it's great. He's great. He's absolutely great. But again, it's all. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know, man. I just don't know where it goes. Where Here, how, here's the thing. How does it? How does it feel different? When Hogan drives, this is like the hangover from last night. We're on, like, as they would say, cloud nine. We're excited, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. So no, happy. dude, it is. I, I felt I, – I had, I had two Steve Weisers last night watching the, <laughs> the show, and I felt, like, double drunk just because I was excited. Yeah. yeah. But I remember when Hogan – I was at Danny Gaga's house. He had the illegal cable box, so he would get the pay-per-views, the black box. When Hogan dropped the leg drop, I jumped up. I'm like, I'm done with WWF. I'm never watching again. 
And then three weeks later, I hated WCW. I love WWE. So let's yeah. not get too let's not get too crazy because WWE might come up with something. But CM Punk has been my favorite wrestler for the last what fifteen years? I don't know how many. Yeah. How, what is it? How long has he been around? At least a decade. So, at least ten years. Yeah. So he's been my favorite guy. So it's kind of hard for me not to love what he's doing. But let's not get too crazy. Like like you said, who knows where they're going to go from here with AEW? Now Punk's back. Now what do you do? Exactly. Now, so, yeah. Is, so, is, is Daniel Bryan the the next? Is, ah, is yeah. Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it Bryan? Is it Bray? Is what do they do? But they have the option to do it, and they have the creative freedom and the uh, the talent friendliness to do it. Yeah. Right. I, I. I. And I'm not trying to bury WWE. I'm really not. I want, like I like we were saying. I I want them. I want to love them. I've loved them, like we were saying, since we were three yeah. and four. I want <laughs> I to love, love them. I want to yeah. love them. But I, I don't, I just don't know that in Vince's age, his mindset, his money, I don't know that he's really ready to shake shit up. Yeah, I mean, it's been bad. Wrestling, if you watch Raw, it's almost unwatchable. Bobby Lashley and Goldberg and Goldberg's son, like, it's just... It's not my. It's not something that excites me, you know, and and the ratings are showing that a little bit. So we'll see. the The bottom line is, last night was amazing. The payoff after seven years was perfect. I thought perfect. And and the two things to take away is that CM Punk only acknowledged me in the press conference. Everyone right. else, like even the dude from Busted Open, he didn't even care. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, we just lost Ryan. Well, Ryan's phone died. I think. Anyways. Check out my ice cream video. If you see me on SportsCenter, uh, let me know. Hit me up at Abe Cannon. And uh, yeah, CM Punk last night, awesome. We'll end it with my uh, with my ice cream video again. If you haven't seen it, this is this is the video. Oh, Ryan's back. Okay. I thought I thought Ryan was gone. I thought you I were thought gone. I don't know what happened, but we'll we'll wrap it up on that. So, yeah, yeah, we'll so anyway. Basically, the the takeaway is that Punk acknowledged you, and that's really all podcast. <laughs> and then my ice cream. Cool. My ice cream video, I was just telling people, if you see it on SportsCenter, please hit me up and let me know that you saw it. Or if you yeah. see it on with Max, with Stephen A. Smith, I can't believe this shit. They gave out ice cream. You're excited about ice cream? Like, he's going to go crazy. <laughs> I guarantee my money, Stephen A. Smith's going to go crazy. These pieces of shit at the United Center are excited about ice cream? That's all you have to do? Vince McMahon could have just gave out ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> With my video. And they better give me oh credit. Oh, my God. That's they fucking play They better not just play my video and not give me some kind of acknowledgement. They have to. They have to put a little Chiron on the screen. At least that, at Abe Cannon, that would be good if they could at least do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad you were there. And honestly, like, I, I, I really feel like uh, I really feel like you guys were at the beginning of something good for this whole thing that we all love. I really yeah. do. Yeah, it was amazing. It's awesome. Anyway, CM Punk, thanks for coming back. Wrestling's fun again. Yeah. Cool. And it's it's good to have you back on the podcast, Ryan, as people were saying. Hey, people it's good are- to be here. I feel I feel like shit. So I'm I'm sorry I wasn't like very fun today, but I, I just uh it was I, I wanted to we had to talk about this, obviously. <laughs> Wait, quickly. Tony makes Tony makes another great point. He said wow. he said he said great punk came back, but the next segment I watch a guy in a dinosaur mask. Let's yeah. hope the competition makes both products. Tony, you're right. The crowd was dead. After Punk, it was dead. And they were all trying to get their T-shirts and everything else. 
But you're right. Tony makes a great point. So let, like I said, let's not get too excited because I proclaimed after that leg drop that I'm never watching WWF again. And then three weeks later, I was right back in with DX and everything else or whatever yeah. happened after that. So anyways, Ryan, great to have you back. Hey, good to see you. Good to have uh, yeah, let's do this again. Yeah, definitely. We'll get back. I, I didn't want to call this Vince, our usual wrestling podcast in because it's like, we don't even need to cater to Vince anymore. Cause now we have two wrestling yeah. federations. So yeah, we should call it Tony. Please steal our ideas. I was going to do that, but then it's like, you were, yeah, I was no, going to put I, I know what you mean. Yeah, let's let's do it. I mean, <laughs> we we could do this again tomorrow after SummerSlam if you want. I don't know that there's going to be a lot to talk about, but yeah, probably not. I'll, I might. I, I swear I'll fall asleep because like during the the tag team match or something, I'm sure because I'm going to be laying in a bed watching it, not on a couch. So I'm sure I'm going to fall asleep four or five times, and then I'll, I'm going to be dreading going <laughs> to the podcast. Like I'm like, oh fuck, and then I'll be texting <laughs> like, hey Ryan, are are you sure you still want to do this? And then. I'm hoping you'll say, oh, no, my eye hurt. My eye is, like, itchy or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, fuck. So, so yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Hey, thanks uh, thanks to uh, our boy here. Um, uh, what's his name? Let's see. Jeffrey. He said he can uh, he can watch us talking about wrestling all day. Oh, that's awesome. Very Jeffrey nice. Jeffrey Sheringhausen. Thanks, bro. Yes. All right. Cool. Right We're out. See ya.